Welcome to The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast where we hear from mothers who are creators and artists, sharing their joys and issues around trying to be a mother and continue to make art. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter and mother of two boys from regional South Australia. I have a passion for mental wellness and a background in early childhood education. Welcome along, Luke. Thanks so much for being part of this special episode. No worries. Thanks for having me, Alison. I've uh, had a listen to a couple of the podcasts so far and it's sound really good. So yeah, it's great to be a part of this. Oh, great. Thank you. All right. So for those people who aren't familiar with your music and what you've been up to do you want to give us a, a rundown of how you got into your music what the, the style is and what you what you're up to at the moment as well <laughs> yeah for sure so I got into uh, electronic music being a DJ and I also studied audio engineering at SAE in um, in Melbourne so I was uh, you know uh, recording bands and stuff like that in Melbourne and um and also djing on the side and and when i sort of at the end of my finishing up doing djing i just wanted to sort of make music and and um at that sort of stage i sort of got into the electronic music field and and um yeah started sort of producing tracks and making music and just doing my own sort of own sort of style sort of thing so yeah that's how it all sort of started out I was I started out as a punk DJ like I was at um, nightclubs in Melbourne uh, playing playing punk rock music and and um, yeah I used to record bands and stuff and do sound engineering for a fair few bands on the circuit as well so when I do um, you know uh, between their sets I used to DJ uh, at the clubs and then they come on afterwards and I'd mix them while they're up on stage playing. And that's, you know, that's my early roots has always been punk rock. So, you know, I grew up listening to that, you know, no effects and, and all those sort of punk punk bands, the early sort of Green Day stuff and Living End and all that. And that was the scene I grew up in. And um, yeah, that's what sort of how my music career sort of started out really. It was, I come from, I, I've never been really musical as such, but I've always had a fairly good ear for music. So it was more to do with, audio engineering and stuff like that so yeah but when I first started out as an audio engineer it was a long time ago and and we were you know Pro Tools had just sort of started the the digital era was just coming out well I was I was back when it was we were recording off off like tape and stuff like that we were cutting bits and pieces so it was a long time ago and then it was just sort of forming into that digital era so yeah, it was a it was a good time, and that's yeah. So my early early parts are all all punk rock. That's you know that's where I sort of started the whole music sort of thing with me. Mm-hmm. So when you say um, pre electronic sort of equipment, does that mean you were DJing with proper records and that kind of stuff back in the day? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's how you know we as as DJs. When I started, like with the the punk rock stuff, it was all on CD and stuff. It had nothing really to do with um, with mixing as such. You were just dropping in music after the song had finished, so you just had to have a really good ear to what would come on after that track. So it was really 
just whatever you wanted to play. But then when I, the, that's what sort of got me into electronic music was that it, it all had to do with like BPM and, and actually mixing the song and actually making songs really mash together really well without sort of, you know, mi missing a beat. That's what you couldn't do that with punk rock music. You know, you were just playing songs after songs and just trying to keep the crowd entertained as much as you want to do that with electronic music. You've got to be a good mixer. And starting off too with turntables, like I had a, like a reasonable time on turntables, but I wouldn't say that my main DJing was with turntables that was sort of like turned over onto that, um, the CD sort of format. And we were sort of mixing off, off CDs and CD decks, the early early CD decks and stuff like that. But we were, you you know, you had to be a but you had to be a good DJ to to be able to get by back then. These days, you don't have to do anything. You can just push a button and it'll sync everything up for you. And you know, and the kids love it. So it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot different. It's a lot different these days. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people now just press play and especially the young kids doing it now, they don't seem to be actually mixing live as they're going. Oh, it's a hundred percent. I, um, you know, my club times in, in, in Adelaide, uh, you know, I sort of, that's where I sort of finished my, my DJing career is, was I had a, a, um, a, a, like a residency at the casino where we go and play there you know, every, every Wednesday night. And it was, it was a really good vibe and everything like that. But we used to go out a lot and uh, afterwards and that and to other clubs and you go there and you just go up and have a look and see what they're doing. And you would see people push and play on like a mix on, on, you know, like a Spotify mix or something like that. And that was what they were doing. And I'm like, what the, like, what are you doing? Are you actually doing anything up here or, you know, and it, it did, it lost its vibe because the, the people, they they actually they don't really know how to mix at all. They just have got a sync on their on on their mixer and and it pretty much will you know everything comes together and you get you can't get by if you you can you go to a club and you sit back and you listen to music and you either know if it's a shit DJ or a really good DJ and that's that's these days you can go out and you put your ear to it and you'll you'll know straight away if, if it's good it's good. It's a real skill then to as a DJ to to read your audience, to get those people back on the dance floor, you've got to know your stuff. Yeah, that's a, a hundred percent. Like, um, yeah, definitely. If a DJ doesn't know what he's playing or, you know, gets up there and, and hasn't got the right tools or, or, or know how to work the decks or, or anything like that, they, they can fail just so easily. So, um, yeah, it's just, it, it takes, it takes a big skill to uh to do it and yeah a lot of, a lot of guys out there are, are good at it are really good at it and um yeah you don't actually see well i don't know that many djs that are right into producing though either though like most of them are just you know they, they just do their weekend djs and stuff like that so dj gigs so you know you know power power every hour no playing operating ain't no sleeping ain't no showers the music you're making now, you're doing that all from your house and you're working with people all around the world, which is really exciting. Yeah, 100%. The music I make now is basically a collection of music that I uh, made probably around about 2016. And I'm still making music now. I just, a lot of the stuff that I made, I put a lot of time and effort into it. So I seem to like go back and revisit a lot of the older stuff that I made. And just keep working on on that. Yeah. So now I um 
I, I just jump online. I've got a, a master over in America that I use and he's put me in touch with a, a fair few people to collaborate with um, singers, uh, the Charlotte Locke, who's from the UK and, and a fair few other artists that I, that I just work with and just mainly for vocals. Yeah. And uh, it's just really fun. It's just fun to sort of have a bit of a hobby and a passion for music and still be able to, you know, put something out there at the end of the day and have a bit of fun with it. So yeah, that's my sort of main thing is just as long as you're having fun with music, that's the main thing for me. Mm, absolutely. You've got a young family. Tell us about your, your children over there in Victoria. So I've got a young boy named Fletcher. He is coming up to three years old and I've got a little girl, Lexi, and she's around one and a half. Alexis, she is. So yeah, we give her, we just call her Lexi. So she loves that. So yeah. Oh, they'd be keeping you busy at that age, the two of them running around. <laughs> yeah, they sure they sure are. They they sure are. They um they they cause plenty of headaches, but they are both really good kids and yeah, we love them to death. Yeah. So how do you go then finding time to to get stuck into your music and, and create when you've got little people? Um, do you sort of try and do it at night or weekends? How do you make it work? This is basically my time now. It's like the minute they, the kids go to bed at, at um, sort of, you know, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I, co I come up here. I've got my own sort of studio up in what I call the schoolhouse. It's like an old converted uh, schoolhouse. It's just got like a, a bed for, pet, uh, you know, friends to stay in and it's just got all my computer equipment and stuff like that up here. So I just sort of come up here and do my thing. You know, it's it definitely has been challenging, I must admit, like coming from, you know, just having a partner and being able to do music and that whenever you wanted to, to then only doing it at night time. You've got to try and really, you know, focus and, yeah, try and make the time that you've got, you know, make it work. Yeah, yeah, make the most of those limited little slots, little hours. So you also work, you also run a farm, I believe. So you're you're pretty much burning the candle at both ends really, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got a, uh, three and a half thousand acre farm over here in Casterton and me and my uh, dad work here on the farm and we've got like, uh, roughly say like around about 350 head of cattle and or maybe closer to 400 and, and, um, two and a half thousand sheep here on our farm. So, so it's extremely busy here during the weekdays plus, up in New South Wales, our my brother, my other brother, he has his farm up there, which is around about 13,000 acres. So we used to split our time a lot in between the properties and work both sides of it, but now we tend to sort of stay one end and the other end of my dad sort of floats in between the properties. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty flat out over here all the time. So, yeah. Absolutely. And, and it would be challenging then to try and, um, you know, with the kids, you wouldn't actually be able to, sort of float between the two properties that easily when you've got your, your young No, that, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's um, made, it, made it a lot different now having that, having a family and stuff like that. It, it, does, it just changes things a lot, you know. So, but it's, you know, that's just the part of having a family. I guess you've got to make, you know, you've got to make changes yourself as well.
So Fletcher is actually in one of your music videos recently. Tell us yeah. about that. So I do a I do a lot of my own music videos and I've been doing video for a long time, probably just as long as I've been doing music. Um, so that's one thing I've sort of thought about doing is like, just, just do it, just make the video yourself, have a bit of fun with it and make it yourself. Um, and they, they just love it. They, they love being a part of anything. And, and then when you go back, like, you know, if you put, if you put TV on and YouTube or tractors are on, then, you know, he gets really grumpy. So, so when he gets on YouTube and then he sees himself on there, he thinks that's the best thing in the world. Like he thinks it's the funniest thing ever and he will watch it repetitively all day. And and Lexi, well, she just loves it too. She can't get enough of watching him or mummy on there. So um, they, they love it. So um, yeah, I'm going to try and incorporate the, the kids into as many of the music videos as I can and just have a bit of fun with it. Like I was thinking about sort of, getting something you know professionally done up and i'm just like what what the hell you know like just just have a bit of fun with it and do it yourself it always like i always think that um if you have a crack at it yourself and it comes out real raw it sometimes makes it give it a more feel to it than than something that's overproduced or anything like that like you know you'll give your footage to somebody else and they'll rub their hands all over it and and make it glossy and everything but it doesn't seem as raw as as sometimes other stuff so yeah we just had had a lot of fun making the video for um dj bitch and and um yeah we filmed it on our property and yeah we do, i always had this idea um to do it but um i w it was just really an idea and, and I was like, let's, let's just do it. And we had this footage and it was, it had just been sitting there. And I said to Lisa, I said, we've got to finish it. It's like half it was shot. And I just sort of started putting it together and it just sort of slotted in really well. And um, yeah, before too long, I think, you know, the, the film clip I think was up to about 6,000 views. The last time I looked, it was, it was quite of a shock actually, but it's a good fun. It's a good fun video clip. So you know, it was just a bit of fun and the kids love it. And like I said, they just can't get enough of watching themselves. So it's really good. <laughs> it is a great video. And, um, yeah, I didn't realise that you you made that yourself. That, congratulations, because that is awesome. Yeah, no, I do all the um, all the video on myself and then I get back to the computer here and, and produce it all myself. So, um, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. So you, you used a drone in that video. Is that you do that yourself as well? Yeah, I've got, I got my own drone. And um, so the drone shoots in uh, full uh, 1080 H HD and uh, I use the GoPro as well to get most of the other shots on, on the film clip because pretty much the GoPros these days, I just I got some of the best, um, you know, the best pixels as well. They just come out amazing clear and you can just sort of go through and edit up your videos afterwards. So yeah, drone stuff, I've had a drone for a number of years now and yeah, I love, love flying them and just, yeah, really fun. obviously know that you do your music is that something that you you love sharing with the kids it's important for you to involve them in in what you're doing yeah for sure my kids really love music um we got a thing at our house that we just love to put on music like around um tea time or saturday mornings and stuff like that it's always music going on at our place and 
we just yeah we just try and involve them as much as we can you know whether it's listen to my music or or listening to other people's music and they love it they love dancing and they just love being kids and and as adults me and lisa we we both love it as well so um yeah it's just we just make sure that they've got heaps of it around and you know they're not too scared to have a bit of fun and dance around the living room here in my um studio I've actually got a toy toy room here for when so like on a Saturday if I'm um if I want to do music or anything like that I bring the kids up here with me and and they've got their own toy room and they'll they'll play toys up here and you know push around the boats and the cars and stuff while I'm up here you know playing on the computer so um yeah well, it's a really sort of fun environment for them and and we do, I definitely don't just run away from the whole family to go and do music it's just um it's just here, you know, dad's up there at the schoolhouse and the kids will come up here and, and um, you know, they'll ride their bikes around in here and, and have a bit of fun as well. So, yeah, definitely they're very much included. now have with the kids in your life that the way that you write your music has changed at all yeah like the like you see the world a bit differently maybe anything like that yeah 100 percent. i'd say because my music is you know electronic and different i'm just sort of really trying to create a vibe as much for like the the kids and stuff it definitely hasn't really changed my sort of style as much yeah, the only thing that that really has changed is that just not being able to have that flexibility time to, you know, just just go and you would just have more time without having the kids and stuff like that. You would just end up having a lot more time up your up your sleeve to to sit down and and really concentrate on something. And um, you just when now doing music you sort of have got to be in the right mindset or else you just don't get it down. And if you're not, if it just doesn't flow, it you just, you're wasting your time. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll come up and, and um, play around with tracks like that. And if it's just not working, it's just definitely, it's not working. So um, you just stop and you'll come back another time. But it's it, it ha- having children and, and music, yeah, you've just got to really make time for your passion i think and um yeah to having having children and stuff like that it's um it's yeah it's it's a great thing and it's been awesome but there's definitely challenges involved and um i think if i had children a lot like a lot, like i'm i'm 40 now if i had them when i was younger i don't think i would have coped as well that's one thing i don't really want i'm glad i had children when i was older um i'm pretty like I, I think I'm very selfish myself sometimes. Like no, not now, but I was would have been when I was younger a lot more selfisher and and wanted to sort of achieve more. Now I've got that mindset that I just don't don't really care anymore. Like I just want to have fun. So, but um, but now you know being a bit older and stuff like that, I'm just a lot more chilled and just don't really care. And just like I said, I think. For myself, if I just have music as a as a passion and a hobby, it breaks down those walls. It's just like, you know, if you achieve something, it's great. 
but you're not really focused on you've got to, oh, I've got to make the charts or I've got to sell music or anything like that. If people want to listen to it, that's fantastic and it's awesome. And if you wanted to get shows, that's great. But if you're really focused on that and it doesn't happen, it just breaks your heart all the time and, it, and you just end up burying yourself, I think. You just want to, I just want to put stuff out there that I'm really proud of. And, you know, when I released my last album, I had had a lot of messages of people saying, oh my God, that song was just amazing. Or that was so great. And that's what it comes down to for me. It's like just those moments where people say to that. So I think it's really big uh, shout out to people that, you know, tell that artist that you really like their music. It makes a difference to people. Like it makes people be more productive and they want to actually, you know, they want to keep pursuing their dreams. And I think today's age too, like with artists, where where artists and musicians and everything that's gone through the whole COVID thing, you know, they need you more than ever right now. People really need to stand up and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to buy that CD. I love that tune. Keep doing what you're doing and, you know, stay positive because it only takes one person to say, oh, you know, your music's crap and, you know, you suck. All of a sudden that person just shuts down and they don't want to do it anymore. So, you know, as long as, you know, since I've been doing music, I haven't even had one person say "You, you suck or you're shit. It's just like everything in the music scene I think is so positive. But we're just going through such a shit time with COVID that no guy out there is working. The poor old industry music is industry is suffering. The venues are dying up. They need you more than ever right now. People, people like myself, anyone out there is putting music together still is they need you. So, you know, the people out there listening and buying records, you know, they're awesome. That's what we we do it for. So, you know, yeah. That's so <coughs> So well said. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And I think, yeah, because we can't see the audience face to face because we can't make those, you know, um, personal connections, it is important for people if, you know, if you like someone's music, send them a message and, you know, it's just that little that little bit of connection. It's just enough to to brighten someone up and, and keep them going. Like you said, it's it's that spark that gets them going. So, yeah. yeah it's, so it's, and, and it's another thing is it's too, it's not – I like appreciate so many different styles of music. Like I listen to, you know, so much different styles. And even if it's not the genre that genre that you listen to, you know, just just let them know that that piece of music that that was awesome. You did an awesome job on that. You know, your vocal was fantastic on that. Just just let them know. I think it's like that's the most positive thing. I think with the with the music scene, other artists get behind other artists. Even if you've got a small majority of fans out there, and you know, I don't consider myself having many fans at all, but the the small group that have that I have around me, they they, they definitely don't shy away with saying, "Hey, that's that tune's awesome, great job. That's a that's a sweet tune. Keep yeah, maybe keep you know doing that sort of style. It's I love it. So that's and that's what gives me a bit of momentum and stuff, and just just to have a bit of fun with it too. So yeah, but it's definitely a struggle out there, and if you know, if someone was doing this job at the moment full time and 
and you know looking for those gigs every weekend i really feel for those people at the moment i you know it breaks my heart to 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 see how the music industry is going to recover from this because i know a lot of artists i know that um the artist charlotte Locke, the the girl that featured on my album she she ended up going back to work uh, at a big company and i wrote her a message not long ago and i said you know how's um how's the music going and she was just like oh, there's no time you know i've got to get back to work and there's no no gigs so and she, you know i couldn't never think of this girl not singing again because her voice is so amazing and it just broke my heart to hear that you know this girl can't get any more gigs and she's had to go back to the office and start working again and slaving away to the man you know You mentioned briefly before Lisa, your wife, she must be very supportive of, of what you're doing and helping you out a lot. She's very supportive. She she loves it. She loves being involved. She's, you know, probably my biggest fan. I Every track that I do or take part in in any small way, she's probably the first person who gets her ears on that track. So um, I give it to her and, and – um, she'll listen and I'll say, what do you think of this? And, you know, what do you think of this? And she'll be like, oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love this bit. And so that, yeah, gives, we sort of feed off each other a lot. And, um, yeah, I, it's it's great to have somebody supportive by your side or that, you know, is prepared to sit up all night while you're at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, bouncing ideas off somebody overseas about some track that's getting mastered at, you know, some ungodly hour or you know, me waking up in the middle of the night going, oh, I've got such a great idea for a video clip, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, she, uh, yeah, she's really great and um, very supportive and, yeah, yeah, I love her a lot. Yeah, and she got, got a little bit of a go in the video as well, the music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was up there dancing with uh, Fletchy and um, it was quite funny. She said, I'll go up and dance with Fletch. I said, yeah, get up there and have a dance. So, yeah, it was good. Oh, and I meant to say I loved the little the little jacket that he had on too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna wear that in all the all the uh, film clips we've decided. And he loves his he loves that jacket. He calls it his DJ jack jacket. So <laughs> he he really thinks it's it's really cool. So yeah. What have you got on at the moment or anything coming up that you want to share? I've, I've got one track that I'm working on at the moment. I've just, um, I've got another girl that's just doing some vocals for me for this track. Uh, it's uh, it's called Creatures. It's one you've heard lately. It's like I really wanted to um, make something that was sort of like really on that, that preset vibe, that really pump up sort of tr- idea and just it didn't really have to mean anything it was just sort of like a really pump up track yeah that's the one i'm working on at the moment so i just i've had that mastered but it's come back and i'm like oh i just need something else to sort of give it a bit of an edge so i thought i'll try it with a uh, female vocals i'm just waiting for those vocals to come back and i'll put in the track and um yeah see how that turns out
action is a win or lose. I know the feeling of people when they gon' turn their backs. I made a choice to ignore them. I'm only chasing facts. What is exact? The feeling I think when, when I listened to a couple of the podcasts before and um, hear the people, what they were saying about, you know, and, you know, they, they have music and then that was on the back burner because they've got so much on. It's it's what happens, I think, when you have a family. It's like so much gets put on the back burner, though, doesn't it? It's like it's um, incredible that, you know, you've got all this all this passion and all this art that you want to get out there and want to push out into the world. And um, all of a sudden you, you you can't because you're locked down with the with your family and doing your doing the stuff that's 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 important to them and then all of a sudden you can't you can't get it out and then it's sort of built up it really is built up especially if they it's a, if they if it's a person that's putting out stuff constantly and has a family and all of a sudden that sort of just can't it's it might, it's it's hard It's just about expressing yourself, I think, and and as long as as people can keep getting it out there, that's the main thing. And and you know, I imagine for women especially, um, having kids, it's so uh, important to nurture those kids. And you seem to be putting everything into the children. I know from seeing it firsthand through my wife that she puts everything into our kids. And and you wonder like now I've, you know, she's focused on going back to studying more at nursing and, and, um, and that's something that she's passionate about and she loves. So we make time to uh, fit her, you know, things that she needs to do too into, into her life things. But it's, that's the thing is it's like, you know, when you, when, um, if you don't have an outlet somewhere or a passion and you've got nowhere to, you know, to, to do it, it, it builds up and, you know, probably can end up being the, the falling down of your marriage or anything like that, because, you know, you just got no outlet and you feel like you're locked up with your children and just having this dull life that you, you know, that just ends up crushing around, around you. If it doesn't have, you don't have an outlet. so much for coming on today Luke it's been great to chat and all the best with whatever you've got coming up soon I can't wait to hear some new tracks from you no worries thanks Alison I really appreciate uh, coming on your podcast and yeah I wish you all the success for it it's uh it sounds fantastic so far and yeah let's keep, hope you keep going with it in the future and it keeps coming out and bringing positive messages with it 